of all the players that have missed time so far this year for the Minnesota Wild, one has been felt quite a bit more than the others. Ryan Hartman? Jordan Greenway? Nope. We're talking about another player entirely we will discuss today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available on your favorite podcast platforms. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we discuss Brandon Duhame, who has had his absence felt in the lineup. We'll talk about how Duhame has gotten off to a good start offensively, his ability to jump up and down in the lineup, and being one of those prototypical plug-and-play players that the Wild are very much missing right now. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. And as we talked about off the top of the show, a lot of injuries right now for the Minnesota Wilds. Jordan Greenway's been out of the lineup, but is now back. Ryan Hartman is still on injured reserve, hoping to get him back at some point this season. The Wilds have been without Marc-Andre Fleury. They've been without Philip Gustafson. They've been without... Jonas Brodeen, who will not play against Edmonton on Thursday. We'll talk more about that as we preview the game for you tomorrow. But one player in particular who was uh, flying under the radar in terms of what he had done so far this season and is currently not able to help the team is Brandon Duhame. And you may hear Duhame's name and think, interesting statement to say that his absence has been felt the most, uh, considering he is a fourth-line guy. He's playing you know, around nine minutes a game. How can his absence be felt the, uh, the most of the players that have been lost to injury so far this season? Well, it's simple. We are, I think, seeing a player in Brandon Duhame who was taking a step towards a bigger role on this team after this season. And you look at all of this chaos that has happened throughout the course of the season so far for the Minnesota Wild, lineup juggling like crazy, players in and out of the lineup, inconsistencies on offense with trying to figure out you know, who is playing with who on a line combo any given night uh, of the season. And so that has led to plenty of opportunities for players to step up and to fill different spots in the lineup. And Brandon Duhame was one of the players who was given an opportunity to do that and ended up creating an intriguing line combo that uh, was one of the most effective defensively for the Minnesota Wild so far this season. Obviously a small sample size, but with Jordan Greenway out of the lineup, Duhame slotted in on a line with Jewel Eriksson and Marcus Foligno. And not only did that line prove effective 
in their time together when that line was employed, they did not allow a shot attempt while they were on the ice together. And again, we have to try to be a little cautious with the sample size, but that is noteworthy. The fact that you have a line combo that does not include the three portions of the grief line and is still able to function just as effectively defensively as that line previously had. Uh, Obviously, Jordan Greenway is a bigger player than Brandon Duhayman. We've talked uh, previously this season about how Jordan Greenway is kind of the key to what this team does defensively, even though you might not think it. But Duhame does a lot of the same things that Jordan Greenway does. He was one of the top players on this team last year in terms of hits, had over 200 in 80 games played. Not a math, not a huge math expert myself, but that's over two a game. And so you're getting that physicality aspect from a player who is not nearly as big as Jordan Greenway, but is still able to do a lot of those things. And so Duhame being known mostly as a fourth line guy last year, let's let's take a look at that as well. The Wilds made some changes last year. They acquired Tyson Jost. They acquired Nick Delorier. And so that leads to a new fourth-line combo. It had been Connor Dewar and Brandon Duhame and a couple of different players at center on that line before the trade deadline happened. Who was the one that ended up surviving all of those players coming in? It was Brandon Duhame, and so you get this full sample size of Duhame last year. 80 games played. He had 200 hits, gives you six goals. Uh, some really intriguing things that he did on the fourth line last year. And so you come into this season not working out you know, with the lines above the fourth line. So he gets that opportunity and create, helps create kind of the life after the grief line. Because an, another point to consider with this is that next year and the year after are the heaviest of the salary cap uh, recaptures, the buyouts, Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter. And so we may not know it now, but players on the team that are on the younger side are going to be leaned on in favor of some players that are on the older or more expensive side. And so anything that we can get from the likes of Brandon Duhame, Mason Shaw, Connor Dewar, those guys, those guys are going to end up playing some of these roles that, uh, that we see occupied by the likes of Marcus Foligno, Jordan Greenway, um, you know, up and down the list. And so for Brandon Duhame to step into an elevated role there and perform well is super encouraging for what he can bring to the table beyond this season. 
assuming other players are maybe dealt or just don't stick around because Marcus Foligno is on a pretty appealing uh, and relatively cheap contract right now, but that is not a lifetime deal. That is not an infinite level contract. And so at some point, either you'll have to re-up and he will need to take a hometown discount to stay, or you're going to have a spot that needs to be filled by someone who is already on the roster on the younger side. Somebody's going to need to step up into that role. So main first point that we are missing with Brandon Duhame not being in the lineup is that he was showing this year that he's capable of stepping into a more elevated role and going about his business in a way that makes it so that he doesn't have to be demoted or you know, left out of that spot, uh, depending on how things play out. So he's capable of more. Looks like he's ready for more on the defensive side. What about on offense? We'll talk about that as we continue our episode, taking a look at Brandon Duhame and how his absence is felt tremendously in the wild lineup right now. We'll do that on the way after this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info plus stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. Everything you need to know about the world of sports in one place. Locked on Sports Today is available on your favorite podcast platforms, just like Locked on Wild. And listeners, want to let you know about something that we're going to be doing here on the Locked on Wild YouTube channel for Thursday night. We're going to do a live pregame show ahead of the game against the Edmonton Oilers. So uh, join us at 6.30. We'll hang out, do a live show previewing the game. We'll take a look at uh, the matchups, the line combos, what needs to happen in order to come away with the victory. So make sure to tune in and join us 6.30. That will start Thursday night against Edmonton. Continuing to take a look at Brandon Duhame. This is a uh, Brandon Duhame appreciation episode of Locked on Wild. With him not in the lineup right now, obviously that loss has been felt. And, um, you know, offensively, or defensively, as we started to talk about, really liked what we've seen from Duhame so far this season, continuing to throw the hits around, uh, continuing to just add more to the arsenal, playing in an elevated role, which is appealing point number one uh, for what Duhame brings to the lineup. And that's not even looking at some of the statistics as well. Uh, Duhame coming into this season – his Corsi 4 percentage last year was 47%. And again, just a refresher for Corsi 4 percentage, it's like percentage 
of time handling the puck uh, when you are out on the ice. So if your team is out on the ice and shoots the puck, that counts as a Corsi 4 event. And so basically what that says is that when Duhame was on the ice last year, the Wilds controlled the puck 47% of the time. So not quite half, but uh, but right around half. And uh, so far this season, through 14 games that Duhame had played, uh, the Corsi 4 percentage had jumped up to 50.6. So starting to uh, some of that helping um, to bounce that number up a little bit here this year. Um, offensively, had six goals last year, already at three this year, and uh, in a variety of different ways uh, those goals come in, uh, one of them being a shorthanded goal. And it just seems like, you know, not only offensively being able to score – whether it be even strength, whether it be shorthanded, but just providing a spark. Uh, it was noticeable when Duhame returned to the lineup, um, and I believe it was against the Pittsburgh Penguins, scored a goal, and you could just feel the buzz that his presence back in the lineup uh, gave to the Wild. Uh, ultimately, they weren't able to win that game. But those are the kinds of players that are important to have in your lineup, the high-energy guys that when they're out there on the ice, they uh, they give you everything they have. Adds kind of an intriguing scoring punch to this mix. And, I mean, six goals in 80 games last year, three already in 14 games so far this year. But some of these other numbers as well. Um, Duhame on the ice, on ice goals four per 60 minutes of 3.2 when Duhame was on the ice so far this season. On ice goals against, 1.4. So you are outscoring teams by almost two full goals with Brandon Duhame on the ice per 60 minutes. Uh, that kind of that is another stat that is pretty telling, just of how much in a small role he means to this wild team. And uh, the other thing I think that is really telling as to his performance so far this season, and and something that we're seeing evolve into somebody who I think could play more of a role uh, going forward here this season is that the uh, the penalties were on the way down so far this season before he got hurt compared to where they were at last year. Uh, last year had 122 penalty minutes in 80 games. This year so far, he is averaging uh, right around 1.4 penalty minutes per game. Um, so way down. Last year it was... You know, it, it was almost one and a half penalty minutes per game. So a lot of really good things going on here. 20 penalty minutes. Was trying to find the number, but for whatever reason, couldn't. Um, 20 penalty minutes in 14 games. And I, I, don't want it to, I don't want it to be misconstrued as 
saying, you know, you don't want a player like Brandon Duhame to be taking penalties because the other part of this that needs to be mentioned is what we'll talk about after the break because I think Duhame has figured out the right mix of penalties uh, to take so far this season. And so we'll talk about taking penalties but not taking retaliatory penalties. We'll also talk about a couple of other things that Duhame brings to the lineup as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, again, make sure you check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, which gives you everything you need to know about the wide world of sports all in one place. Locked on Sports Today is available on your favorite podcast platforms just like Locked on Wild. So we're talking about Brandon Duhame, what he brings to the lineup, why his absence has been so felt by this Wild team. And before the break, we were talking about you know the, the drop in penalty minutes so far for Duhame this season. I think... We've seen an understanding of what is a good penalty and what is not. Last year, we saw it happen a bunch of times with Duhame where he would draw a penalty, would take exception to it, and would end up causing a retaliatory penalty that would negate a power play opportunity for the Wild. And rightfully so. You are a player that plays with a lot of emotion out there on the ice, a lot of intensity. And so that's just going to happen sometimes. Nobody wants to be hooked or slashed or elbowed or high-sticked or roughed, any of those things. Nobody wants any bit of that. And so with a rookie player out there on the ice, it's something that you just, I think, review at the end of the season you don't want to tell a player like that to cool it. You're just hoping that they, on their own, will kind of come to the understanding of like, hey, if this if this happens, like if I get tripped or slashed, it's not something that I want to have happen, and so I'm probably going to be upset about it, and I'm probably going to retaliate. Coming to that understanding on your own of, hey, if I take a penalty and I don't do anything to respond at that moment, that's a good thing. That means that our team has a power play opportunity uh, to try to score a goal, and that is the way that you can respond to a team when they did something to throw a player in the penalty box. It's, it's coming to this understanding, and it seems like Brandon Duhame has kind of gotten that over the offseason. That those gears moving to where if he takes a penalty, it's, we're just going to beat you on the power play. That's how I get even. Now, again, I don't want to throw it into the box of you can't ever take a penalty because with players like Greenway, Felino, with those guys out of the lineup, Duhame has, I think, stepped up as one of the enforcers on this team. And one of the players that just isn't going to take nonsense or garbage from opponents. And so he has shown absolutely zero 
um, hesitancy to drop the gloves and to uh, try to dish out some justice. And so you don't want to take a player like Duhame and get them away from that because there are points during a game where a team may try to chip away at your best player or one of your younger players, and somebody needs to step up and say, hey, we're not going to take that. If, if you're going to try to do that here throughout this game, uh, you're going to pay the price for it. And so that has, I think, been part of the evolution of what Duhame has done so far this season is that he has gone from more of a draw a penalty, retaliate, to draw a penalty and enforce when necessary. Um, So I think that has been a huge piece of the puzzle as well to, uh, to what he brings to this lineup. And the final piece of it that I am kind of throwing out here in our Brandon Duhame appreciation episode, I don't know that I've heard any bit of frustration about role, lack of ice time, not being used in particular situations, any of that. And I think it stems from Duhame knowing what his role is with this team, knowing that there are opportunities for him to elevate that role, and just understanding that he will play as long as he does his job and uh, helps contribute to this team trying to win games. Early on in the season, the Wild weren't able to roll with four lines as much as they would have liked because they were just getting torched by the Rangers or by the Kings or by the Avalanche. And now that things have stabilized, you're able to more readily use four lines uh, at your disposal. And the fact that a lot of the scoring has come from just the Kaprizov line so far this year, now that has started to kind of, um, that has started to pull back to more secondary scoring here as of late. But with the scoring only coming from that top line, it's, way more imperative that the other lines out there on the ice do their job to try to sustain possession, to generate chances. So you're taking some pressure off those guys on the top line. And so Duhame is not, there are certainly areas of his game where he can improve as with anybody on this wild roster. But I think the overall arc to take from what we've seen from Duhame so far is that it seems like he has started to really understand what he is best at um, in helping out this team. And if he can continue to do that and continue to build off of that, he's going to set himself up for a uh, really, really nice um, extension because it turns out His contract is up after this season. And so you're going to need to figure out a way 
to keep him around here long term. Now he's making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars this season. Is a restricted free agent for twenty twenty three twenty twenty four. He's eligible for arbitration. But here's the thing with that. So the Wild could take him to arbitration if they wanted to go kind of down the Kevin Fiala route. You can probably do that once, and then after that, it's either figure out a long-term deal or go the trade route. I think this would be a really good opportunity to reward a guy comes in on a daily basis, does his job, and has gotten to the point where you don't necessarily know it, like at face value. You don't necessarily know it, but you look when he's not in the lineup and you're like, man, we really could have used what Brandon Duhame brings out there on the ice in this one tonight. He's gotten to the point where as some of these players – who are coming up to the end of their current contracts. Freddie Goudreau, obviously Ryan Reeves, an unrestricted free agent um, at the end of the season. Uh, Matt Dumba. But even that, you go one step further. Players that have one year on their deal left after this one. Matt Zuccarello, Marcus Foligno. You've got Jordan Greenway, who has... A couple of years left on his deal. He'll be a free agent in 2025-2026. Some of these guys are going to be retained. Some of these guys will not, which means that you'll be looking for kind of that next wave of players that can give you some of the things that uh, that they've given to this team while they've been successful. And so we're trying to kind of read the tarot cards as to who is going to be part of that next wave of players that maybe are not the superstars of your team or the really good, even really good players, but the complementary players that are the ones that, you know, those depth guys that can really make the difference in wins and losses. And I think it's fair to say that Brandon Duhame fits into that category of players that, you know, you put on a winning team and they have a definite role. And so my preference would be to just see him locked in so that uh, the Wilds can have him around to help kind of set the tone for some of these younger players. Because over the next couple of seasons after, after this one, you know, 2023-2024, 2024-2025, the youth is on the way up, and so you're going to have some of those much more veteran players on the roster to kind of help lead the way. But Duhame, I think, would be a really good fit for this team moving forward uh, to help mentor some of those young players as well. So hopefully Duhame able to return before too long because, as you heard all episode, his absence is definitely felt by the Wild here right now. And that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. You can get everything going on in the wide world of sports all in one place. Locked on Sports Today is available on your favorite podcast platforms, just like Locked on Wild. 
So make sure you follow us on YouTube and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms to stay up to date on all things Minnesota Wild Hockey as we guide you through the season. We are keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.